0: on YouTube talking Charlotte 49ers baseball. It's your boy Nick. As always, well, as most always joined by Kevin. What's up, my nation? We got producer Brad making it all work.
1: Hey,
0: hey. All right. So uh first of all, we got we got man, it's already been a crazy night. Uh the least of which is not that apparently the, the team in, in Murfreesboro, has, has, they're off. <laughs> the good news is the team is, has left the practice field. The bad news is, is they left the practice field because tornado sirens went off uh, in Murfreesboro. So hopefully everything is going okay in central Tennessee. We've heard from from Matt Brooks, uh, and, and he is planning on joining us as soon as they get back to the hotel and get squared away. And um, hopefully the weather is, is going to cooperate with all that. Uh, the next thing is um, the only people more glad to have Coach Harward back. Than the only person, than me, I am glad Coach Harward is back. But I'm sure the listening audience is even more happy after last week, only being stuck with me and, and and producer Brad trying to carry
2: me as much as he can. Kevin, welcome back. Hey, it's it's great to be back. I hate hate I had to miss last week. We had a good practice in and um, you guys did great. I watched the show um, the next morning. You guys were funny. You guys were, I mean, you had me on the, at the edge of my seat wondering what was next. <laughs> Coach Woody provided a lot of insight. He provided a lot of insight into uh, into the program and I enjoyed it. I learned a lot. I appreciate you guys doing it. It was great.
0: So, Brad, we didn't have a chance to talk about this off air, but um, Kevin texted me the next morning watching the show on a replay on YouTube laughing, laughing his butt off about us talking about the norm backpacks. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I, yeah, he laughed at me too the next time I saw him. So I wasn't trying to diss the backpacks. I was just coming <laughs> from an honest way of, of a man who's got too much stuff already. So that's, and I and I I I think the backpacks were good. They were great. I, I saw people walking around with them. They're nice. You got one, didn't you? No, I've I walked right past the table and forgot to pick one up because I, I was running late and I was so like I was just ready to get into my seat. So that was I can probably I can probably get part, you one. The part
2: that was funny that I was laughing about is, is Nick's reaction when you said you you didn't know if you wanted it or not, and and Nick said, "Dude." Got Norm on it. Angry. He was angry about it too. A little bit angry that you were considering not picking one up.
0: Hey, it was Norm's birthday, man. You can't you can't be hating on Norm on his birthday. No, no hey, hate on our, Norm.
2: Our, our family picked up a few of those. They will be put to good use. That's awesome.
0: It was good. It was good weekend at the at the Haze as far as the environment and everything um the, the other thing <laughs> the other thing that uh, that we were laughing about just as we were getting on here is um, somebody and, and by uh, and by somebody I mean um, me um, went to uh, tweet out the YouTube link earlier and they did not uh, me I did not send out the YouTube link um, I sent out the the, the zoom link. And because Randy Peterson is the awesome friend of the program, not only friend of the baseball program, friend of the Charlotte 49ers, but friend of this program that he is, um, he clicked on it. And so before we got on air, like Randy was like guest. And and honestly, um, you know, heck, I, I, I'm, I'm reading you guys. This is this is real time here. I just, I'm just i going to read you what I got from Matt Brooks just now. Um Our, our team is sheltering in place. Um, not sure I'm going to make it tonight. They're, they, they are, they are locked down somewhere probably in the basement of a hotel in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So, um, I, I, yeah. Uh, Hey man, that's, that's live, that's live podcasting, I guess, or, or that's live, that's live YouTube. (laughs) That's real. That's happening real time. Um, Matt and and all the the guys are sheltering in place in the basement of a hotel somewhere in the vicinity of Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So hopefully that's okay. Um, best wishes just, to, to best wishes to everybody in the path of whatever's going on out there, our
2: guys included, but but everybody else as well. Have him I don't text. Know, have him text, with, have him text when all clear. they get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll tell I'll text him that right now. You say something brilliant while I do that.
2: (laughs) All right. You gave me a mission impossible there. Um, (laughs) Like I said, it was was a good weekend at the Hayes. The environment was great, great giveaways. Um, Southern Miss, great ball club, came in. Um, Three good baseball games, Uh, two one-win games. One was extra innings. Uh, So we got some good baseball in. well, if you like pitching, if you like pitcher duels, you got a good, uh, good serving of it at the Hayes this weekend. Um, the middle um, Southern Miss ended up getting ranked. I think they're ranked up to 11th in the country after this weekend. Um, they, came the they came in 18th. They moved up to 11th uh, after taking three games from the Niners. Um, but hey, I think. Uh overall we pitched we pitched right with them. Um I the two one run games uh on the week. Um Saturday had a couple couple rough innings in the middle, but other than that, the whole weekend we we were right with them as far as pitching went. they're a good squad. They they look they looked the a part of an eighteenth ranked team um this weekend.
0: Okay, so here here's the theme from this weekend and I Know everybody, every anybody that would be up at this time of night uh, listening to us, much less trying to jump on the show with us, like Randy. And Randy, if you've got that link, just click on it again. Come on back in here. You can you can talk with us on on the on the show. Why not? Just just click on again. Um, they uh, we we were going in uh, to that series, uh, obviously, uh, sort of on the struggle bus. I mean, that's what we talked with with Woody about last week was about the mental mentality about what, what they were going to do. Um, and they worked all week on uh, particularly, well, really all, all phases of the game, rebuilding their confidence and getting going. Um, Woody. And I don't know if you were at the haze and if, if you were, if you were at the haze this weekend and particularly on the third baseline side, you might've noticed this um, Woody brought something new into play uh, that, that is going to stay. I assume um it was in Woody's office when we did the show last week, but we didn't say much about it because we were still waiting to see what was going to happen with that. He went over to the football center and got one of those large digital timers on a stand, like the football team uses to, to time TV timeouts uh, during a broadcast of the football game. And he had it in his office. And, and so it's sitting there, this giant thing. I'm like, Woody, what what doing with that he goes oh uh i was using it at practice to to time to time our innings i was given the pitchers eight minutes, eight minutes eight minutes to get us off the field and uh i thought and i don't know brad maybe you did too i thought at the time when he was talking about how he was using this digital clock I mean, this thing is so big, it's in Woody's office. When he turned it on to show it to us, it like lit up his office. This thing is, is big. Um, that, that was a practice thing. Well, no, it wasn't a practice thing. It was in a dugout this weekend. And if you were at the Hayes, you saw it. They put eight minutes on the clock, which includes the pitcher's warm-up. Um, and, and, and it's just a reminder for everyone, def- the pitching and the defense, that we're, at, we're here to get off the field. And, and there's a clock running. Um, and, you got, you know, you got to say, as far as pitching and defense goes, this weekend, the result was there. Now, as far as how much of it we can attribute to that particular method, I don't know. But I did ask Woody, Kevin, I said, "Do you are you aware of anyone else anywhere in college baseball um, doing this using a countdown clock? As far as we've got, our goal is to get off the field in eight minutes. He said no. So we we might have just witnessed a piece of college baseball innovation this weekend at the Hayes. Now the question is, will other people see that and pick that that thing up? Because, you know, coaching and and, and sports in general is sort of, you know, monkey see, monkey do, right? So uh, if you see a big digital clock in the dugout, I don't know if they took it with them. That's a great question. <laughs> if they took it with them to, to Middle Tennessee, but if you see if you see a digital clock uh, in the dugout at the Hayes, that's what's going on. They're timing. They're they're using a clock to remind themselves to get off the field.
2: Yeah, it, it, it definitely you can tell a difference in the tempo. It looked like felt like the tempo was was a little more intense uh, this weekend at the Hayes. Um I wonder how many innings uh, went under and over on that. Did, did From, Woody mention any of that?
0: You well, know, I, I think what he has stats on that. Um, we'll have to make a note of that. And, and we'll try to remember to ask him that when we get him, when we get him back on,
1: well, I was keeping track um, on Friday and they only went. Yep. Using his own clock. Yeah. I was using my own clock on Friday. And I want to say there was only two innings that they didn't, they, that they were over their time there might've been a third, but it, but it most of them, they were, they were, they were coming in under time.
0: So Kevin, you mentioned the, the the tempo seeming different. That's right. Uh, mean, I agree with, with what you're saying there. Um, that wasn't all that was different on the pitching strategy in particular on Friday night. Um, Talk a little bit about maybe how uh, how how Woody and the, the staff aligned their uh, their pitching strategy on Friday night.
2: Yeah, um, what he went with the opener, he went with Colby Bruce. Um, wanted wanted him to get get one time through the order to start the weekend out. Um, and he definitely set the tone for the weekend. Colby, uh, I think he pitched. He got through the lineup. I think ten batter. He pitched. Um, gave up one hit, which was a solo shot. But, um, it's really well, uh, bounced back great after, um, had a, had a rough weekend at UTSA at, at before that, but came back, uh, strong sets the tone for the weekend right out of the gate. And then after he made it through the lineup once and faced the leadoff batter for a second time, Easton came in out of the pen and he, uh, he went the rest of the way. I think he went hundred plus pitches and, um, it was a two, one ball game, uh, with they only had what two hits yeah two hit them two hits um for one run and like i said pitchers dual all weekend if you if you like pitching you got a lot of it especially friday night and i think that that strategy paid off well um the rest of the weekend we had pretty much the whole bullpen and colby bruce ended up coming back again on sunday so we know. I like the way it turned
0: out. Think, Kevin is is. Um, there's no doubt about it. I mean, we can't hide from it. Uh, we talked a little bit about it. You know, w- with Woody last week. You know we we were in we were in a funk. I mean, it was it was you know we we had lost lost the series or got swept at, at San Antonio, lost at Winthrop, uh, and then you know just you know just the best team in the league. Uh, top twenty-five team coming into the haze uh, for the weekend, and and Friday night is sort of uh, representative of of the weekend in a lot of ways because the guys played with a lot of confidence, and I mean they two hit Southern Miss, um, but baseball is a funny game, right? Because they two hit Southern Miss,
2: w- what what do we get for it? Yeah, we we out hit them eight to two. We out, out hit them <laughs> eight to two. They, and he, that their their ace was he was he would get he would get the double play ball he get the ground balls whenever he needed it and um, he spread out eight hits and we just couldn't scratch enough across to to uh, get a bit a big inning and hats off to them um, yeah that's a great pitcher that's a great it's a great arm they threw out great arms all weekend and and um, we battled we battled all weekend with them.
0: So, you know, in that game Friday night, you're you're, you're basically it, you you lose two one. Okay. So I mean there's no there's no moral victories. That's not, I mean, Woody, Woody, would say that, right? There's no moral victories. There's there's only victories. But the guys, the guys come back, Colby sets the tone for the whole weekend. Um, you know, really, honestly, I don't I wouldn't say it's setting the tone for the whole weekend. I think Colby set the tone for the rest of the season moving forward uh, for, for particularly for the pitching staff. And, uh, um, you know, you're, you're one, you're one play away from, from, as you said, they got, when they got it, when they needed a double play, they got it when, when, you know, whatever, whatever balance they need, they got it. Um, but we're one play away. Now, um, you know, it's worth noting, worth noting that, uh, I don't know, in the views of many, including those of us here on this broadcast, and I don't know anybody with a set of eyes, that the game actually was tied when Dante DeFranco slid into home around the tag. Go look it up, and uh, and and it was called out, and uh, the replay didn't overturn it. So, I, uh, you know. I don't know replay. We're, we're new at replay at the Hayes, right? Uh, had it for several weeks now, and we we have seen it overturn some calls. Sunday comes to mind. We'll get there, um, but it didn't overturn that one. And you know that, that that's to tie the game. That's not to win the game. Like an app, the app, the, the Sunday app game. That that play wins the game for the Niners uh, if it's made correctly, but. You know, we were talking about tying the game. You don't know what happens after that.
2: Yeah. Staying on the topic of replay, since that is new, I don't think we've talked about that much on the show. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's something new. we've. we've, we've I thought it was a conference-by-conference conference ordeal, but it's up to the individual institution on whether or not they want to use replay or not. And we have chosen to start using it during games that are broadcast on conference USA TV and ESPN plus. So they have a replay station set up in the indoor facility. Um, I believe Sydney monitors it or someone monitors it. Is the guide that takes the umpires out there to review plays. Um, some are much quicker than others. I don't know. I, I, I looked up some rules. There's no time limit. I don't believe. On a, on a replay review. Um, but I do believe that that coaches get two per game. If it's overturned, then you get that challenge back. But um, we're, we're at the mercy of the broadcast, the quality of the broadcast. So um, they, sometimes they have trouble slowing it down frame by frame. Sometimes they have to Rewind it 10 seconds at a time to watch 10 seconds at a time. So it may take longer once we're still working the kinks out as far as I understand, but it is nice. It's nice to have it. It's nice to have that at the haze as it helped us on Sunday um, because it was poor officiating that needed to be overturned and Mm. they got the calls, right? They got in the end, you want to get the calls, right? You don't want to get, uh screwed out of calls bad calls but in the end that's a the theory, right.
0: you don't want to get screwed
2: <laughs> yes I, I mean we've seen some poor officiating in our time yeah, hats off to all the ump- hats off to the umpires and officials out there tough job you got guys like nick young the whole game and now yeah, that's it's not it's true just, i
0: don't yell the whole game
2: but yeah not the whole game only, only when, when it's
0: only when it's necessary
2: Anyway, it, it is a thankless job, but uh, I had to talk to those guys. They're doing their best. I know they are, but sometimes they're not doing they're not doing a great job.
0: Well, and and, and we'll, we'll get around. Uh, oh, coming in on the chat here. Uh, feet's uncle. So now we not only have Feet, but we have Feet's uncle. Uh, feet's uncle wants an eight-minute time limit on the video replays because one of those on Sunday – you're right. You're right. feats uncle. One of those on Sunday just went. I mean, it felt like they were in there for 15 minutes. Um, and I will say, and, and this has something to do with replay uh, or it impacts replay, but but also uh, hopefully fans. I'm sure you are noticing if you're unable to make it to the ballpark. That more of these games, uh, the administration has gotten more of these games on ESPN plus. And and that makes a big difference. Um, you know the, the 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 typical conference USA TV broadcast. For one thing, you know conference USA TV is like ten ninety five a month, and um, you know what you're usually getting, and depending on on the on the school is is a one camera, center high behind the plate view uh which which is like what we do when when we broadcast the the fall games on twitch or whatever um you know we're doing it one camera up there in the in the eric walker suite you know doing that kind of thing um but when they go to the espn plus broadcast one a lot more people have espn plus and have conference usa tv but also they're using I mean they're using four cameras Brad I, I think maybe you would w- would be able to speak to that better but but they've got a they've got a behind the plate they've got a center field camera and they have one on 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 each side so and and the production facilities from what I understand I was talking to uh, Pat Wheeler some of you guys remember Patrick Wheeler former uh former center fielder here for the program he now works in the athletic department um that he's actually been involved in in producing some of that, and the the production facilities are are over there in the football center. So they're over there actually in the, in the football center uh, producing the game at the Hayes, and we've got this this four camera setup. Is that is that the way you you understand it, Brad?
1: Yeah, I mean from the time that I've watched, I mean yeah, you've like you said, you've got the one camera from the press box uh, that's kind of following the action the whole time, and then you've got a uh, camera on first and a camera on third that they can choose from stuff. And then the new recent addition is one of the, I'm guessing it's one of the TrackMan cameras that is out there right near the, the batter's eye um, that, um, that they've tapped into so that they're able to, to get that view over the picture
0: yeah, that camera has been out there and they were using it to, for, for training purposes. Um, but whoever, um, and kudos to whoever it is, because that center field camera makes a big difference in the broadcast, um, was able to tap into it and fiber out to it and get it part of the broadcast. So kudos to whoever figured that out. Because, uh, I mean, you know, it, it's just like from the, the behind home plate, sometimes it's, it's hard to tell you know what, where, where pitches are at, but there's really no hiding when you, when you've got that center field camera. So that's an awesome addition. Kudos to whoever, whoever made that happen. So, you know, frustrating game on, uh, on, on Friday, but still there was, there was some things to feel good about. Um, you know, Saturday you lose eight to two, um, you know really that 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 stretch right there in the 5th and 6th inning they added they scored 6 of their 8 runs right there in that stretch so basically the the, the niners you know put innings 1 through 4 together and 7 really 7 8 9 together but for, there was there was just two innings in there the 5th and the 6th where it kind of unfortunately kind of got out of hand but but still i mean it's it's a competitive game it's certainly not one that you know you, it's not one that you're not in at all. Um, Will Lancaster, um, you know, probably, I, I think Will would tell you, not not one of his favorite outings, but Will comes in and does his thing, gets lots of pop flies, lots of ground balls. Um, you know, AJ, A.J. Wilson had a little bit of an uncharacteristic outing right there. It happens, um, but still... You know, kind of one of those days at the ballpark where things just don't really go go your way. Now Sunday, Sunday, if you're a college baseball fan, uh, just in general, Sunday was a really good game. Um, Niners unfortunately dropped at six five in thirteen innings, but I mean that was that was a nip tuck affair, um, anybody's game. Uh, I don't know what the, I don't know if the, the, probably the time is on the box score, but yeah, four hours and 25 minutes. Um, But it really didn't seem like that long. The only part that seemed long, Kevin, (laughs) were the waiting on the replays.
2: Yes. um, Yes. I don't want to get too down into the details on it, but yeah, man, there was some, um, thankfully we had replay as a, a tool and calls were called correctly because um, there were three calls that went against the Niners that were overturned. But yeah, so who knows how the games would have been turned? Who knows how the games would have gone if we didn't have those reports, you know?
0: Um, Yeah. So, you know, looking, looking through, um, you know, offensively, uh for the Niners um you know we've we've certainly some guys really up and down the lineup along with with this with this rough patch that that we've been in up and down the lineup with with some of the um, there's, there's some guys looking to work through some things i mean and it's not like any one guy i mean there's there's people people all over the place that that could use a few hits. Now what's crazy about when we talk about our team offensively and Kevin, you pointed this out. So I'll give you full credit. You know um, we get, we got so used to these guys putting up crazy numbers on offense that when they're, when they're human, it, it, it seems odd. And the, 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 the stat on that was what what would you say what what'd you say Nate Furman hit for the weekend
2: he hit um it was eighty five three eighty five on the weekend
0: yeah Nate Furman hit three eighty five on the weekend uh and on quite honestly if if to my eye if you if you're looking back on it you had said you know well how did Nate do this weekend I'm like well you know Nate, Nate I don't know Nate Nate got some hits but uh, you know I don't know but Three eighty-five. You have three eighty-five on the weekend.
2: Um. Yeah. Hobson Hobbs, is Hobbs right behind three seventy-five. He he's on fire lately. Um, had a huge two-run homer to tie that game Sunday, uh, late in the game. And uh, um, yeah, we were down four-two. He hit a two-run shot in the uh, bottom of the seventh to tie that game and ended up sending in the extra innings to uh eventually we we lost six five but man that was a that he smoked that ball that ball I think it went um just beyond the bullpen in the uh where the bullpen ties back into the, the original wall there up so in the there. Here's the
0: here's the question for you. Hop's a newcomer um, experience at Arizona, he's, he's been to Omaha, he's played in Omaha, um, you know, his offensively to the year he got, he got off the little slow start, but like you said, he's been coming on and just the, uh, on Sunday, he hits out. I mean, and he's got that walk-off, he's got that walk-off earlier in the year. Um, he's got that clutch homer on Sunday is, is, is hop becoming sort of the emotional, the emotional spark
2: plug in that lineup. I don't know. I think, I think Furman's an emotional spark plug, but hops, he Hopson has, has been Mr. Clutch. Um, when we needed a big hit. Uh, at ODU, we needed a big hit. First Western Kentucky needed a big yeah. hit on first Southern Miss. He's he's come through in the clutch, and um, you know he had a broken hand this fall, and he he didn't ups that he needed. Um, so he's just still just now get fine in his groove, right. and um, he's he's been very impressive uh, since he's found his groove. And yeah, he's he's moved up in the lineup. He's uh, seeing the ball well and having some great at bats as well. Uh, he got hit a few times uh, on over the weekend and it also mentioned that he pit, he, he caught what thirty one innings um on the weekend so uh, that's 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 a that's a workload <laughs> yeah and you ha- and you're handling that staff you're handling staff. He's pitching he pitched great with this weekend by the way um for 30 something innings on a weekend and um and Producing at the plate as well, yeah. Um, definitely, uh, kind of stepping into that leadership role for this team.
0: Um, some somebody else that seems uh, seems like they've been seeing the ball pretty well lately uh, is is Jack. Um, Jack, you know, Jack got hit uh, hit by pitch earlier. Was that what, was that the Campbell game? Jack took one to the head. Um and and that 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 Gardner seemed
2: Webb,
0: a, I think. Yeah, it might have been Gardner Webb. Um it was big South school. One <laughs> of the big South schools. Jack I hit the head. We were kind of concerned about him cuz that was pretty pretty significant shot. Uh but Jack seems to be seeing the ball real well right now. Um and and is is hitting hitting really well. Uh, he's making it saucy as it were. Um Another Attaboy shout out. We always try to catch these as they come by. Um, uh, freshman Drew Kendall picked up his first college, what I believe, that's first college hit this weekend. Am I right in saying that?
2: First, first college hit and first college RBI uh, all at the same time. He's starting to he's starting to get some time. He gets some at bats as a DH in the in the lineup um, with uh, the K, um not playing. He's got – he was uh, the DH for most of the weekend.
0: Yeah, it's and, you know, that, what I like about that um, – and, and we'll, we, we've we seen some different young guys get opportunities in there. Um, um, Huck's got some A-Bs. I think he's – Huck's on the shelf right now, but Huck got some A-Bs early, early on. Uh, we've seen J.D. Suarez get some A-Bs. Um, and, and now we're seeing Tyndall uh, get some abs as well. And, um, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. I, you know, if you're, if you're talking coaching philosophy, if they're being honest with you, um, everybody, and rightly so, everybody wants, every coach wants an experienced lineup. Um, but getting at, getting, getting at bats for these young guys is kind of an investment. Right. I mean, you got to view that as it's hard to, you know, it's sort of like when you're applying for your first job, right? Everybody wants to hire experienced candidates, but how do you get experience if you can't get hired? So um, having these, having these young guys uh, like JD, like, like Drew and, uh, and like Huck get some at-bats in their freshman season. I mean, that you got to figure that pays dividends later, right?
2: Yeah. You can kind of see the next wave, the next wave of talent coming through. Um, and the development. You know, we talk about development all the time, and, and uh, there's no better way to develop than to see some game action, you know.
0: Okay, so got some breaking news here. Uh, that's that's what we do here at Diamond Hunters Weekly. We break news. Um, getting text in here, uh, firsthand reports, baseball and softball, forgot to mention that, baseball and softball, are both in Murfreesboro to play, uh, to play Middle Tennessee their hotels are about five miles apart. Apparently uh, the weather is passing and everybody's all good. So if you're appreciate, uh, appreciate our, our, uh, our field correspondent passing that long um, sounds like everybody's going to be good and the weather is passing. So um, we've been kind of sitting here kind of waiting, waiting to hear about that. So, uh, and, and you know, they've had, I mean, there's kind of a little, that central, central Tennessee out there. It's kind of been a little up into Kentucky, kind of been a little tornado alley. It seems like the last few years. So the uh, sigh of relief there, um, everybody's, everybody's all good. Uh, hopefully those storms just keep on going and don't do any, don't do anything to anybody else either. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Getting, getting some young guys, some at bats, um, You know, oh, let's go ahead and break this one. Uh, We need to roll this out Um, now that now that Drew is getting some some at bats and uh, and and now has a hit and a couple hits now RBI. So if you hear or see, if you hear us say or 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 tweet something about Drew when he does something, okay. Just watch for this, okay, folks. This this you'll be seeing this, you'll be hearing this a lot. We learned this, we learned this from his parents, which goes back to travel ball, okay. Drew D-R-E-W. Drew Bats right-handed. Okay, but Drew's a switch hitter. When Drew Bats lefty, Drew is word. Everybody got that? W-E-R-D. That's Drew backwards. Okay. So everybody on the same page? Got it? good drew bats right-handed word bats lefty so when 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 he comes up to bat like we were last night he's coming up to up to bat facing the righty let's go word let's get him word that's that's where that comes from so now you can do it too <laughs> we're, uh, that's what we're about right Kevin?
2: All right you can't you can't learn that anywhere in a box score we want to bring you we want to bring you stuff that you can't learn from looking at a box score. And that that is one nugget that you cannot learn in a box score. So we're, we're doing we're doing weather.
0: We're doing weather reports tonight. Um breaking,
2: breaking news weather.
0: Breaking news weather. Uh we've had we had Randy Peterson getting ready to do like a guest drop in. I guess Randy lost the link, he didn't come back. <laughs> is he uh, he
2: needs to come back with the weather maps showing what's going on.
0: You could be our weather correspondent.
2: That's good.
0: So you know, you're learning. You're learning about Drew and Word. I mean, where else are you gonna get this stuff?
2: Learned about a replay. Learned about inning uh, <laughs> clock.
0: Watch for that inning clock. Okay. I think that's made a difference. I mean, the, the real difference is the the work that the, you know, that, that Woody and, and in particular with the pitching staff, Woody and, and coach Miney are, are doing with doing with the pitchers, but working on their, working on their confidence and working on their, their uh, sort of their, their attitude and their swagger a little bit. Um, but I, you know, I think you're right, Kevin. I think that that pitch clock has um, or the, Inning clock, if you will, has uh, actually. I, here's some more breaking. Here, here's something. you the, the the staff and the team. They call that the attack clock. That's that's what that's called, the attack clock. So, look for the attack clock. I don't know if they. We'll, we'll find out if they if they took it, if they took it to uh, yeah. Middle Tennessee or not.
2: Well, I'm going to sidetrack us a little bit here. You mentioned uh, not many other. You don't know of any other teams that do something like that, but. I do know that uh, if you if you follow the Savannah Bananas, they got this thing called Banana Ball. They have a two hour they have a two hour clock for the game, so they have, have to complete as many innings as they can between before that two hour clock expires. And um, it there's a ton of different rules. The reason I know about it is Reese Hampton, four er, is playing with the Bananas. And they're kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters right now. Their pro team is as the a Harlem Globetrotters like team, and they do all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm sure you might you may have even seen them on SportsCenter this weekend. Guy yeah, went to the plate with a, a bat on fire, and um, they have all kinds of other crazy rules where the a fan catches a foul ball, the batter's out. So the home team hits a foul ball, everybody's scattering, trying not to catch the ball. But if the visiting team hits a foul ball, everybody's trying to catch it. Uh, and it, each inning is a, a different game. So they go. Um, if you win the inning, I mean, you get a point. So the first one four wins for the two-hour title. So, sidetrack. I'm going to get back on track now, Nick. You need to you need to bring us back in.
0: Well, what a, that's role reversal. Um, and and Reese, <laughs> you mentioned Reese. Uh, he he won the green jacket.
2: For the for the bananas, <laughs> yeah, he was Masters weekend. He was peeing um, off at home plate, and uh, I don't know how he did it, but he won the green jacket. <laughs> got his picture taken. Got his picture taken. Got a trophy, and um, he's he was living his best life for a few months with the bananas, and uh, looked like a looked like a lot of fun. I think he is. Um, he's getting ready to started second season with the Gastonia honey hunters, uh, coming up, um, in the next week. So, uh, we're going to try to make it out, take a, taking in a game in Gastonia, uh, watching Reese Hampton do his thing out.
0: See Randy, Randy said, uh, I think Randy has sent us a weather map. <laughs>
2: <laughs> can, you break, Randy, can you break it down? Uh, yeah,
0: you know, what, what Oh! Oh! Yeah! Wow! Look at there. Uh, let's see here. This. Um, yeah, that looks pretty serious. Let's see. Can you? Yeah. It's it's a,
2: it's a no,
0: line of storms. I can't see it, that. It doesn't come through real well. It there's lots of red and orange. Yeah. Whole line of storms. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's. Um,
2: that's I did well. We were we were we were trying to get Matt Brooks on. So well, I did a lot we did a little prep I did a little show prep for Matt Brooks. So let's let's move on to Yeah, let's let's talk last TV, night like.
0: because last
2: night was well last night was awesome. It was awesome. Um Yeah, and uh it's unfortunate the game wasn't on TV, but I'm kinda glad it wasn't on TV because if it was on T V probably would have watched from home instead of making it out to the haze. Um, oh, don't say that. The haze was awesome last night. It was a great atmosphere. Um, being a part of that, that outing from Matt Brooks was, was, um, and uh, honestly, I'll never forget that. It's, it's, it's the closest to a no hitter I've seen in person. Um, and the later the innings got, the more intense the game got. And uh, it was, it was uh, very special. I'd Um, so glad I was able to get there for the game. He didn't get the no hitter, but man, man, it was so close.
0: So for, for those of you, if, if you've been under a rock and, and maybe you have, uh, Charlotte wins eight, nothing. Um, and Matt, Matt got the start and Kevin, Kevin was at, at, at the office and, and a little and had to had to get off work and get there. Um, Kevin, were you were you fifteen minutes late? Or, or I mean, it wasn't much.
2: I was I got there in the second inning,
0: and 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 he almost missed like three innings because Matt. <laughs> I think Matt did, did he throw threw like eight or nine pitches in the first inning or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Um, like
2: five straight grounders. Five straight ground balls to start the game, or something like that. Yeah, and
0: you know, Matt. The, the, about the third inning, I would say, Kevin. About the third inning is is when I when I thought about it the first time, uh, kind of looking at it like, man, Matt, Matt made quick work of him, huh? He hasn't gotten a hit. Of course, I wouldn't dare say that out loud because you know. We're not superstitious, are we, Kevin? Just a little, just a little stitious. We're just a little stitious. And, uh, you know, three turned third inning turned into fifth inning. And I'm thinking, wow, this is, this is, we're still riding this. This is pretty cool. But i to tell you what, and I don't know, Kevin, Brad, y'all are both there. Y'all can speak for yourselves, but after he got through seven, when when the 7th inning was over uh, uh top of seventh, I I was that's when I was like holy crap this 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 is going down I mean that that I started I mean, I got nervous after 7 I was I was excited up to 7 after 7 I was nervous
2: yeah and then the 7th he got behind a couple batters and ended up getting them out obviously and then he had all that momentum going into the eighth, so yeah, uh, the seventh. Yeah, about the seventh is when when it got real. That's what the, as they say, it got real.
0: And then in in the eighth, he takes care of him in the eighth, and at that point, well, actually, I, I'll tell you all this, and and um, well, I don't, I, I guess we're both at fault, Kevin, for 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 this situation. Um, Kevin said, uh, I, I need to go. I really need to go to the bathroom, but I'm afraid to move from the spot. And I said, no, you are not leaving that spot. Remember, we're just a little stitious. Uh, I actually told him if he have if you have to, Kevin, just, uh, just wet your pants. I said that. I mean, right? I mean, that's that was the thing to do. That was the call to make.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I have paid attention more to the scoreboard before I came back to my seat. Um, we could have remedied that situation before it got out of hand. But, yes, the last three innings were a little rough. Um, but it was worth it. It was worth it.
0: Uh, so, so, I got a question. Can I d- Describe, describe the mood in the stadium as the innings went by. Um you know, I don't think um I think the 7th Kevin is when everybody started to realize it. I you know, it, it was kind of easy to just kind of oh, the game's going great, we're winning eight nothing. And uh I I mean, and I'm not I'm not picking on her, but I mean, it's the truth. Um, my, my wife, Emily. Um, at one point, I said something in the effect of, "Oh my gosh, I don't think I can take it. I'm, I'm so, I'm so nervous." And she said, "What? We're up eight, nothing. This is going great. What are you worried about?" And I said, "I can't tell you." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I said I can't that's
2: tell you.
1: you. I told her. I knew that's what was going say, on. Just, <laughs> just,
2: yeah. That's when you just gotta study the scoreboard. Just tell them to look at the scoreboard. See if you see anything that looks out of out of character. Um the guy next to me said, yeah, Matt Brooks is pitching a heck of a game. I was like, Yeah. Can't pitch much better than these pitches now
0: say it without saying it right <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you told her brad you told her
1: <laughs> yeah she was concerned she's like oh we need some extra runs or something i was like no 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 i was like i was like we're going into the ninth here and uh look what matt has done so far and she 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 understood
0: uh, yeah i i couldn't tell her i'm like i i, I can't i can't tell you <laughs> well, i'm so nervous <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Just look down. I'm like, wow, I'm like yeah, I, I can't, I can't say.
2: Um, well, to get to, to Randy's, question, the student section, we were sitting next to the student section, and they were fairly rowdy. They weren't as rowdy as they normally are, but they were, they were into it. They were. I'm pretty sure they, they were all over it too. Um, they were. We had the two strike clap with every, every, every batter that went to two strikes. Um, they had that going. It only got louder. After the seventh, every, every, uh, two strike clap was, was, was getting louder and louder as it went forward. And, um, man, it it was, it like I said, it was special to be a part of that. And even though he didn't get, he didn't get the, uh, no hitter, man, it was, it was so close. 26 outs, got 26 before the first hit the game. That's, that's. About as close as you can get
0: i mean that that when when it got down to two outs in the night i mean everybody was on their feet i mean right. it was it was it was unbelievable um and uh darren darren spees uh uh good good friend of the show associate athletic director extraordinaire um so as I was at dugout level, and guys were steering clear of any contact with Matt, the bottom of the eighth, classic no hitter behavior.
2: So everybody
0: was just saying they were parting like the Red Sea, just staying away
2: from him. So what was what was cool about last night was after the Niners would hit, they'd get out for the inning, and the the defense usually gathers their first base to take the field, and the pitcher and the catcher will will take take their spots, and they all go out together. So what was really cool that I was paying attention to was when when Matt Brooks would take take the stroll from the dugout to the mound. Um that was pretty cool watching that um unfold as 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 he was between innings. Um at one point, I think in the eighth, there was some people moving around in the bullpen. And I was like, no, certainly he's not gonna come out. Cause he was getting his pitch cam was getting up there. Um And. And sometimes Matt would take a few minutes to get out of the dugout and everybody was looking Well, I was looking, I was watching. And when he came out, it was just like, yeah, yes, let's go. Let's go, Matt. And. uh, Yeah, that was cool. It it was cool to kind of I I read Coach Woodard's um, comments and he said he was trying to take everything in. I think I was kind of doing the same thing with um, trying to enjoy the experience. Never seen a no-hitter before. That's probably as close as I've I've seen um, get to a no-hitter in an atmosphere like that. But uh, as far as 49ers, uh, we haven't had a no-hitter. We've only had one no-hitter in in school program history. That was uh, April 1987. So 35 years since the last no-hitter. And, man, it was so close.
0: You know, I what I remember um, is is back in the uh, really back in the a ten days. Seems like we got some guys or got some games into the seventh um, with with no hits. It would have been guys like um, uh, like Andrew Smith, uh, Tyler Barnett. Uh, Mills. Adam Mills. Adam Mills for sure. I feel like Adam Mills probably got into the seventh on multiple occasions. Darren says he was there at the no hitter. Ronnie Honeycutt. So Honeycut. there you go, Darren, Darren was there. So he man, Darren, you were you were you were cheating last night, man. You were trying to pick up another one. Kevin and I were we were trying to get our first and we were all trying to get our first and you were there looking for your second. That's but awesome. man. That
2: was awesome. We'll to, maybe we should sit down with Darren sometime and get just pick his brain about Niner baseball history.
0: Well, you know we've had Darren on the show. Uh, Darren, remember right. during the COVID yep. shows, Darren, Darren, Darren yeah, the, picked the a fantasy family. draft. Fantasy draft. draft, I remember that. The the oh Darren, what was your team name? The Thumping Termites, I think was his his team name. Um, he might have right. picked Ronnie Honeycutt. I don't know. I mean, he'll he'll probably write in in a minute and tell us. Oh, he says he's old. Well, <laughs> hey man, we're, we're all a lot older than we used to be. Uh, yeah, we were talking. Well, we were talking about you know the Hayes being open, opening in two thousand seven, and how many games we've been there since then. It's like wow, that's we've. Yeah, okay. So he is saying he was a student SID. So he's claiming he was there. So he is old, but he was he was a student at the time. So that's cool.
2: Um, we, we, let's um, keep talking about Eagles. So Matt Brooks was 26 outs away.
0: Yeah.
2: He 26 batters down, 27th batter. What was it first pitch, second pitch of the at bat? He hits one dead center field. Um, Cunningham goes back, makes a great effort on it. It was just over his head. And um, the batter ends up with a double to break up the no-hitter. Two outs in the ninth. Um, it's a double. The next batter gets out, and I can't even remember how the next batter got out, and the game's over.
0: Uh, to Cunningham. Uh, Um, everyone went back to Cunningham. Cunningham had to charge in, kind of going to his right a little bit, uh, towards towards, uh, Baker in right field. And, uh, I mean, it was, it was a tough play, too, and he made
2: that. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been a a heck of a catch if he had come up with that one at dead center. But, um,
0: Talk to Jake after the yeah. game, and and Jake was Jake was upset. <laughs> he didn't get that ball, and uh, I said I said I don't know, Jake. I was like, if if you had gotten to it, I mean, it was smoked. If you had gotten to it, um, you probably would have gone head first into the center field wall and still be laying out there. And uh, he says, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but he I was, told Jake, I was like, man, that's not you. That is not you, man.
2: He was he was hoping that they would give him an error on it. I he did get a glove on it, but man, it would have been an, an outstanding catch. Like Willie May's style. Um if no, he it was, come down with it that was, one.
0: If you know, if if Matt Brooks throws a no-hitter, that's sports center top 10. Um if uh if 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 Jake makes that catch. That sports center top 10 too. I mean, it's they they were they were that that fantastic. Um, would have uh Randy says he'd love to see Matt's heart rate during those innings. Um, yeah, I don't know. I doubt doubt it was very high at all. Matt's cool customer,
2: he looked calm and collected. Um, you tell he's getting a little fatigued, but he he was still throwing it by guys in the eighth inning. Um and uh but he you can tell he's getting a little fatigued, but man, you mentioned um uh, mentioned Cunningham um get a big homer in that game, as well as Jack Dragon on the offensive side of the ball. Um Knight had a nice got listed as a triple. Um but
0: uh it was a triple yeah. I saw it.
2: Yeah, it was a triple. You're right. Um, the Niners bats were 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 alive last night as well on that side of the ball, but uh, the main the main course was was Matt Brooks um, doing his thing on the mound. And it couldn't happen to a, a, a better guy. Um, you mentioned today about his, his speech at the, the first pitch dinner about his his journey um, here. This is his sixth year as a Forty Nine er. He was contributing as a freshman in 2017. Um, came back. Was um, he was actually conference um, all freshman team his freshman year. Um, had a good year in 2018. In 2019 started out with with he started off three and zero. Best pitcher on our staff. Friday night ace. One four zero ERA at the time. Um, before he got hurt, got an injury and. Um, Man, he's been battling back. He was battling back ever since 2019. Um, tried to come back later that season, but just um, re-injured his 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 arm again. Um, didn't play the 2020 season. Was still working to get back, and then into last year made his his return to the mound. Um, we played Moorhead State that first weekend. He came in as a reliever and. Uh, it was that was that was a great moment when to see him back on the mound after almost two years um, having to sit out and come back from from a, a shoulder injury. Like that. And, uh,
0: and on top of that, I mean, his mom got sick in the middle of all
2: that, right? In 2019, yeah, right around the same time that he got injured. So, um, yeah, um, been through a lot. There was a very emotional speech he made at that first pitch dinner. Um, I wish the one that recorded it because man we could have heard someone say you could show that to recruit you can show that to any anybody here and it to, to show what what being a student athlete here means
0: we need to that effort approach. that there were cameras there um i'd like to see a replay of that myself um uh, because that was i've been thinking about that a lot today um just just thinking about matt and what all you know what has happened and and you know how cool last night was um couple comments coming in here. Um, Feet's uncle is correct. Uh, Jake saved the shutout. So that was, that was great. Um, And, and here's, this is the quality content that you tune in for. And uh, so I'm just going to give it to you like it was presented. Um, If, if college teams are ever allowed to play minor league teams, I vote for the UC Santa Barbara banana slugs to square off against the Savannah bananas. If they tie, it's a banana split. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. I like it. Uh, that thing coming in here over the wire and, and, and this, <laughs> if you if you were unfortunate enough, well, you, Woody did a great job. If, if you were stuck watching me talk to Woody uh, and, and harass producer Brad about norm backpacks last week, um, Something came in, uh, a text came in, and and I started laughing, (laughs) and I never read it on the air. But I'm going to this week. Uh, Woody's not with us, so I'm not going to put him on the spot. But now I I can I can do that. Um, The question come in was, what was the over under for f bombs from the visitor dugout last night? Uh, That that goes back to last week. Um, The 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 home dugout. Last Wednesday night at Winthrop was rather, rather spirited. I mean, our our guys, um, Blake Jackson, was bringing the heat down there in the dugout like he always does um, for us. But the 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 Eagles dugout uh, last week, last last Wednesday, they got really animated uh, about the umpire. I mean, and as as someone who yells at umpires for a living. I can tell you they were, I mean, they were dropping F bombs on a home plate umpire. I mean, I heard it. I mean, I was there. Um, and, and I talked to some other people to confirm that that's what they heard as well. And they did. And so their, their dugout was, I mean, they were, they were dropping F bombs on blue. Uh, and and that just apparently was okay because blue never didn't seem to either. He wasn't listening. Or he didn't take offense or whatever. um, but yeah, so last night the the Winthrop the Winthrop dugout uh, just didn't didn't have much to say. Uh, heck, they didn't even act excited when they broke up the no hitter. I think I think they might have wanted to see it too, to be honest
1: with you. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, two th- two things there, two things there. First off, um, we talked to Matt after the game. He said the umpire behind the plate was really good. Um. He was really consistent. He said one of the better ones we've had. Yeah. Matt said so that could be one of the reasons. Another reason could be they were getting no hit for eight point two innings. So,
0: mm. yeah, yeah, they didn't didn't have much to say. Um, I, you know, and I, I think that I think it's important uh, to, to note that it was probably good that we played uh, Winthrop. <laughs> last night because as that's, that's sort of a part of, we, we sort of exercised the demon there a little bit um having you know having having lost lost that game to them down there um you know blew a late inning lead lost the game was kind of part of that 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 slide um you know i okay so kevin i know i already told you this but i'm i'm about to i'm about to go into project Anoxication mode. I think I said that right. I'm calling on the,
2: on the record. Going
0: I'm on going the on record. the
2: record.
0: I'm going on the record. I'm calling market bottom. Okay, market bottom happened at Winthrop. Okay, at Winthrop, that was the bottom. That was market bottom. We came back. We played well on on the weekend against Southern Miss we're like a play here or there from i mean you could have won that series all right the intensity level the effort i mean you want to talk about you want to talk about a team that hadn't quit that's a team going 13 innings on sunday fighting all the way out the door you got beat you got beat by a good team okay um, but the fight was there the attitude was there i'm calling market bottom Losing the game at Winthrop was the bottom. We played so much better this weekend, and now I'm going on record: we're not losing another series this regular season. Starts this weekend, Middle Tennessee. We're not losing another. We are not losing another series this season. There you go, some Brad. Mark, are you dropping Dexter, the mic. Are you dropping the mic? Are you dropping who, who, the mic on that? No, I don't want to break it. It, you know, I'm not dropping anything. Um, who says that?
2: I say that. Robert D. Rayford. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy that too. I'll buy that. go out and do it.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm going with. We're we're starting. So that's a good transition. <laughs> let's, let's let's talk. Let's talk Middle Tennessee for a few minutes before we get out of here. Um and, and I just, I did hear, uh, did hear from Matt and he confirmed that they are all good. They're, they're eating now. So the boys are eating dinner. So that's good. Not going to get Matt on tonight. Um, Mother nature had other ideas. We appreciate Matt's willingness to come on. I have a feeling that he will be back. Um, you know, we'll have him, we'll have him back on um, after his, his next one hit shutout. Uh, right. right. I mean, that's, that's what we're doing. Let's do it. so. Niners, Niners are in. Uh, Niners are in Murfreesboro this weekend. Uh, Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee is kind of a, a an interesting matchup, Kevin. Um, they have a 500 record, um, but a 67 RPI. So they they've yeah. got they, they've got they've got some quality. I mean, they've got some quality opponents in their schedule. Um, so it's kind of kind of a strange numerical setup, anyway, if that's what you want to put it.
2: Yeah. It took- took two out of three from Auburn um, down at Auburn this year Uh, and looking through their conference schedule, they beat, it took one out of three from old dominion um, at home Uh, took two out of three from UAB who's, who's real, real hot. And took two out of three from Western Kentucky um, at home, just like we did. Um, And then two out of three from Marshall again. So uh, Solid, solid uh, schedule so far for the the Blue Raiders out of Middleton Middle Tennessee. Um and like I said, they kind of they played some top notch opponents uh, in the in the preseason or well, the pre conference season um with their their uh, hallmark series, the the win at the win series win at Auburn. So uh, definitely capable, capable of ball clubbing. It'll be a good series this
0: weekend. So they're sitting at seven and five in the league, um, and 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 we are uh, Niners just sitting there at four and eight, which I think would be good for eight spot right now. So when you look at it though, the, the way this sets up, just going up the standings, um, at six and six in front of us is Old Dominion, which of course we own the the tiebreaker over. Um, next in line is middle Tennessee, which we play this weekend, Florida Atlantic seven and five, which we still play UTSA seven and five. I mean, they've, they've shown themselves to be, uh, uh, legit. Uh, they went to old dominion and, and won the series this weekend. Um, UAB is seven and five, but UAB comes in here next. Uh, Louisiana tech all the way up there at nine and three, but they got to come here the last weekend. So, uh, you know, sitting there looking at the standings, four and eight down there and hanging around eighth place doesn't look great. I get that. Um, but all the opportunity is out in front of us, not like that. But you've got you still got uh, that I didn't even mention there, a series um, against uh, a three and nine Marshall and uh, and a four four and eight uh, sorry, a three and nine Rice and a four and eight Marshall. Uh, Rice here and Marshall up at the YMCA. Um so it's um the opportunities there, boys.
2: Yep, everything's in front of us, that's for sure. Six weeks, six weeks left in the conference season. We're only four four conference weekends in. So a lot of baseball to be played. Feel like we're in the good stride right now. Um played the best, we've already played the best team in the conference. And so I think we're, like I said, a lot, a lot of games in front of us.
0: Yeah let's let's just let's just go do it. Um, so for um, for everybody paying just so ear and and again if you're heck if you're watching this show much less still watching this show um, worth noting the the, the the difference in schedule this week um, and and with with Easter the Easter holiday coming up on Sunday it is a Thursday to Saturday schedule starting tomorrow night um, in uh, uh, in Murphy's bro tomorrow night at 7 p.m. looks like you'll be able to watch that on conference USA TV you can also listen to Joe uh, Joe's broadcast as um, uh, on radio Friday night uh, 7 p.m. again looks like conference USA TV watch or, or listen to Joe Templin on uh, on Charlotte 49 er radio. And then Saturday wrapping up, which the schedule, Kevin, the schedule still says one, but I feel like that maybe that game got moved to noon. Did I hear that on Saturday or am I making that up?
2: Uh, Let me check the game notes here. Uh, Game notes say Saturday at 12 central time.
0: Okay. So it's still, okay. So one o'clock Eastern here. uh, So yeah, tomorrow night, don't, don't miss a game. Uh, thinking that everything starts out on Friday um, you know go go ahead uh, uh, and and make your plans tomorrow night and uh, let's let's get this started middle Tennessee the Blue Raiders tomorrow night Thursday night seven o'clock conference USA TV be there RB square this is this is where we start climbing the conference USA standings and yeah. Like I said, um, obviously if we're if we're not losing another series this weekend, we got to start tomorrow night, right?
2: Right. I'm interested to see the pitching strategy if we if we do something similar that we did uh, this past weekend with with the opener, Cody um, Bruce, and coming in with and then Geesting. Uh, the game notes list the game notes list rule Lancaster as our Thursday starter, uh, and everybody else every night. Every other game is TBD as of now, uh, according to the game notes. And if you haven't, you, there's tons of great nuggets in these game notes. Go ahead and read them. I don't want to read verbatim out here, but, man, there's a lot of, a lot of good stuff in there, even uniform records and uh, head-to-head stats, attendance. There's every I mean, any, any stat you could, you could imagine is in these game notes. Uh, if you're looking for something to look at uh, leading into this series, go check those out. Um, they're in the pregame article on charlofour9ers.com for this weekend.
0: Yeah, game notes have been on point this season. So, uh, tip of the cap! Shout out to uh, to Baseball SID Joe Templin um, for those uh, those game notes. They've been they've been fantastic and and frankly a lot of fun to look at. Uh, just it, and I knew. I mean, when when they said when I saw the uniform breakdown, I mean, I knew Kevin. That's that's kevin's jam i mean that was that was speaking to kevin right
2: right yeah now uh, i tracked it last year and now this year i don't have to do that i can i can just read about it <laughs> Feet's uncle says
0: boys you've done it again i i don't i hesitate to know Feet's uncle what is it that we've done again i probably i don't know that i want to know what we've done <laughs> I I don't know if I want to, we've done it again. I hear that, you know, uh, it's, uh, thinking about, the the, the great Homer Simpson, uh, who was told by his wife, Marge Homer, this is the worst thing you've ever, you've ever done to which he told Marge, you say that so often it's lost all its meaning. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you've done it again. So I've, I've, Beats uncle. I, I hope, I hope whatever we did again is, 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 all good. So, all right. Um, you know, we're, we're not even going to worry. Uh, we won't be, we won't be back with you before the coastal Carolina game. Um, but that is the midweek next week. Um, you know, not a whole lot to say about that with the, with the weekend series in front of us, but, uh, next Tuesday night at the Hayes, six o'clock coastal Carolina, that'll be a good matchup. Um,
2: they're playing that they're playing app state this weekend.
0: Oh. yeah that's that's worth watching or, or i want say i don't want to say that's worth watching like actually watch it i mean like watching the scores that's what i mean to say yeah
2: yeah
0: it's worth paying attention to the scores i'm not watching that all right so we didn't we didn't plan we didn't plan this part kevin we always give last word to woody i mean we, we who, who we, we don't have anybody to give the last word to but producer brad you want the last word
2: uh i'm good Let's get Randy Peterson on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's been commenting. In yeah. The we're, uh, right? <laughs> Say again, Brad said he's been commenting in the comment section. Yeah. He's been
0: playing weatherman over here. So it's, it's good. And uh, yeah. Yeah. If, it's if all. Randy
2: has any last Andy. Randy has any closing words for the show. We would, we would love to.
0: He'll he'll hit us up on Twitter later. <laughs> hey, how about that? There's the, I got it. I got our last word, uh, Kevin. Uh, shout out, and he won't hear this, but some people are just willing to go above and beyond to follow to follow the Niners, and our buddy Jimmy Touchstone was following the game this weekend. He is on he's on a cruise ship. I don't even know where he was going, Kevin. You know where he was going? I mean it was somewhere. I don't know. Jimmy's still on a cruise ship. And he was following the game on game tracker. <laughs> from a cruise ship down somewhere in, in the Caribbean. So, there's your last word. Jimmy Touchstone on a cruise with his wife and his boys. They're having a blast. And he's sitting on the deck of a ship, drinking a pina colada,
2: getting caught in the rain. Uh, hit Hitting refresh, hit refresh on the game tracker. Hitting refresh on the game tracker.
0: <laughs> we're going to rewrite the Pina Colada song to include refreshing the game tracker. Somehow we'll work that in.
2: I don't know. All he's right, fan. Jimmy, fan of the year. Hats off to Jimmy. He's he's always bring he always brings it when it comes to 49er fandom. Yeah.
0: So, all right, folks, we're out of here. We're getting out of here. We've had a fun show. Appreciate you staying with us. Um, hit us up on social media: Diamond Nine Report, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, never TikTok. Uh, get this podcast. You can rewatch it on YouTube. You can find this wherever you find your podcast, anywhere you are. Subscribe so that you'll get notified when new stuff comes out. Um, we love talking to you folks. Feel free to DM us, add us, come up to us at the ballpark, come and tailgate with us on Saturday home games at Saturdays at the Hays, whatever, get out. Enjoy some 49er baseball, especially now that the weather's warming up. All right, so been a fun show. Appreciate Matt Brooks's intent to come by. Sorry it didn't work out. Everything's fine. The weather was rough for a little bit, but everything's good with the with not only the fellas on the baseball team, but the ladies on the softball team. Everybody's good and secure. Uh, for producer Brad and Kevin, this has been Nick. Till next time, we will see you at the Hays. Go
2: honors.